everyone, it's Sal and Bart here from Trio Stories and welcome to the Couch to Creator podcast. The Couch to Creator podcast is two real-life creators hitting record on our real-life conversations about being a creator. The lifestyle, the community, the wins and defeats. We'll be giving you the know-how we've gained as filmmakers, photographers and business owners as well as interviewing fellow creators. I.e. we want to welcome you to join the meaty conversations we usually have in the shower. In this episode, our first ever episode, we are going to be talking about why you should become a creator in 2022 and beyond, why it's not too late and what you can expect to get out of this podcast, which might just help you achieve your dream lifestyle. That's a big claim. Good to be here. Something a bit different. Yeah, this feels like more of a live chat. Like with the video, we kind of like edit how we want to be portrayed, whereas you kind of can't with a podcast it's got to be real life unfiltered which is always risky for Bart please don't say anything too bad we don't want to get cancelled on our first ever day of shooting absolutely no 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 cancellations you know I've got I've got some meaty content meaty ideas ready to go sick to start the conversation let's go in with why you should be a creator in 2022 And what we've done for this segment is we've both kind of thought about our own reasons why we would recommend for someone to become a creator. And then we're going to come together and see if like, if we both got that or like how we differ. Yeah. I think it's a pretty common question or a lot of people are asking themselves, should, you know, is this something for me? And we're going to try and answer, you know, should you become a creator? Yeah, because it's easy to think, that it's too late. The best time to become a creator is yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Who said that? Was that like Warren Buffett? Warren Buffett. I don't Probably. Know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, let me just turn the page. I've, I've made notes. I made very brief notes. Bart seemed to be making extensive notes. No, so. nothing extensive. Just a little bit of research, you know, a bit of stats to back me up. Um, I'll start if you don't mind. If you do, I'll start anyway. Number one, big buzzword for me, and that's freedom. Oh my God, that was my first one. Okay, so I think, I think we're in line there. I think okay. there's going to be some interesting bits to be said. I think the most important thing with being a creator is it's a broad definition. We each have our own sort of idea of what that might mean, but actually it's a huge world out there. You know, you can be a creator making a cooking show. You can be a creator filming photo and video related stuff. You can be... Blowing stuff up on YouTube. Yeah, you can be a skateboarder. You can be whatever. And it it all, you know, comes under this umbrella of creator. So I think there's not just the genres. There's the media. You know, you can be a TikToker. You can be an Instagrammer. The platforms are endless nowadays. So... Yeah. not only that, but you've also got endless ways to monetize it. So, you know, you can become, you can do a cooking show and then you can make money off the YouTube ads revenue. You can make money off brand deals. You can make money off making your own, selling your own recipes or selling your own cooking. Well, I think this goes down a separate point of the money aspect of being a creator is a point I actually had in itself. Okay. Um, but to just expand on the freedom is my kind of focus on that was like not to be cheesy, but the fact that when you are a creator, the world is your oyster. You can do anything 
in any genre because if you like something the chances are that someone else will also like that thing yeah. is huge and also not just someone else will like it but millions of people will also like it so yeah you've got people every day on every platform breaking the boundaries with something wild and crazy and new and like when we first got into youtube we didn't actually watch that much youtube to start we were in our very specific photography filmmaking niche but when we spoke to our friend about it hey matt hope you're listening if you're not rude um he was explaining to us how he loved this channel where there's just a guy that goes diving yeah or and, the guy that forges knives yeah and and this yeah diving guy he, he literally just films what he finds underwater like that is so niche if someone loves doing that and they just film it you can literally be doing exactly what you want in life and that is an incredible thing and the, the best part of it as well is if you love what you do and you become a creator you can infect other people let's say you know so you don't with have that to, passion yeah with the, with that passion not with covid or anything like that <laughs> no you can infect other people with that passion because uh, there's no way that our friend matt you know was into snorkeling in rivers and finding you know yeah. old coins and stuff like that or but, into making knives yeah but that guy probably has two million subscribers now yeah and i mean arguably even to go back to our origin or sorry back to our origin story and it's probably the same for so many people in our niche and that is the fact that we got into this space photography filmmaking because of the people like sam calder Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon, who was Taylor, Taylor Cook Films. Yeah. That was back in the day. Yeah, so, you know, they were targeting their own niche of photography and filmmaking, but they were also catching people like a funnel. Yeah. You know, who had the potential to be interested and became... Yeah, so the freedom thing, I think, is the best thing about yeah, being a creator definitely. like having freedom in your life to do whatever you want if you're not a morning person you wake up when you want that kind of thing i think yeah incredible and also i mean linking into the freedom thing is you can do whatever you want in the aspect of the world as your, your oyster as you said but also you are your own boss aren't you so you know you're not working somebody yeah. else's schedule um you're yeah, I mean, this leads into another one of my points. Yeah, this leads into another one of my points <laughs> okay, as well. So, well yeah, yeah. You carry on, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's jump into that point first and we'll go back to money after. But I, I wrote the header as sort of like satisfaction because you, of course, will get the classic types of satisfaction when you're a creator, like being satisfied that you've made something from scratch. You've got that. But, I mean, my main form of satisfaction is that you are you are an agent of your own life like you dictate how that goes you d you're not on anyone else's schedule like i mean you might have deadlines and stuff that come from external but you decided to have those deadlines you are your own the master of your own life and master of your own destiny yeah and i think that is a very powerful thing especially with how jobs can be nowadays uh, like a classic job with a normal boss hierarchy structure um it can i imagine mm. it could feel like you're doing something for someone else whereas this satisfaction is like you're creating your own life yeah definitely so 
I think this is t- very much ties into it. Like I put personal achievement. Yeah. You know, you're not achieve you're not achieving something on behalf of someone else. No matter how good a job you do working for a big corporation or a big company, it's your employer. It's it's you're doing it under the brand or under the you know family of who you work for. So I would feel it never quite hits home in the same way exactly. Satisfaction. Yeah, satisfaction. It never quite feels the same. Um, There are definite downsides to that and it's one of the huge things to consider when you're thinking about whether or not to become a creator because um, turning something you're passionate about into sort of like not necessarily becoming entirely monetized, like not even having that exact purpose, but um, definitely... It becomes a job. It becomes a job. So, and also for anyone that's ever said, including us, that you don't want to work a nine till five, the reason, what actually happens is you don't want to work a nine till five and what you actually end up doing is working nine till midnight instead because there's no less work involved it's just no different there's more work like without a doubt i mean i would always say there's going to be more work involved but if you're at a point where you don't call that thing work i mean you know if i had all the money in the world and didn't have to work another day in my life I would still pick up a camera tomorrow and take it on holiday with me to film my epic adventure that I could have with all that money that I would have. Whether it be on some sort of luxury yacht or skydiving over Dubai or whatever, I'd still get a GoPro or whatever and pull together a sick film from that. So if you can answer that question and say, well, if if you had all the money in the world, would you still want to do this? You know, would you still if you have a cooking show, want to be cooking. You may as well make money from it. Exactly. Like, if you have something that, that you're that passionate about and you're happy to do every single day, why not make some money and do it for a living so that you don't have to do a job that's not as fulfilling or not as enjoyable? Yeah, or, so you don't have to yeah. waste time doing the other, the other thing that you don't want to be doing, you yeah. know? If you, yeah. Um, so we'll go back to money. Okay. Because we hinted to that in the first point of freedom. With the boss aspect. With the boss aspect, yeah. Um, Again, mine mine is kind of about the agency and being in control of your own money. When we first started, it was a bit more nerve-wracking because you're not exactly sure where your next paycheck's coming from. You're not as stable. That is all definitely true. But the area that I really like about being a creator is the fact that you can ramp up your work to make more money. Yeah. Or tone it down if you just need a break and you're happy to earn less. Like, this has been really crucial for us over the last couple of years. We've kind of toned down the intensity of our work and pursuing things that we enjoy more. like making the podcast, YouTube videos. Um, we've kind of toned down intense client work. Yes, we're earning less money, but that's a choice we're happy to make currently. And yeah. we always say that if we need more money, we will just make 
more work happen happen yeah yeah <laughs> we'll do I more work there is a, there is obviously a comfort in having a month to month paycheck set salary absolutely but i i also agree you know with sal that the flexibility of you know you work less hours you need some personal time you can do that i think i think it's amazing but also what i wanted to say is the flexibility also offers you huge growth opportunities in the sense that there's always a ceiling if you're working for someone there's always a ceiling because there's always someone above you who won't you for know, the majority of people for the majority of people yeah there there is there is someone who doesn't want you to progress you know to take their spot or to take the high spot so you know there's usually yeah there's usually a ceiling there's usually the higher you get the higher the resistance to to hit those higher earning bands let's say you know if yeah, it's the same in the creative money. field it's the same in the creative field but at the same time i feel like this sort of opportunity really is endless like yeah. if you have the, the the determination and you want to you can take it as far as you want and now i'm not saying that you should do that i'm not saying that that's a healthy way of looking at it or a healthy reason to, to go start. in to start yeah. exactly but i'm saying you know if you get to that point and you say you're hungry for more there is the scope to take it further yeah and with i think feel like it's a classic story with youtube especially that usually it's people starting something as a hobby first and then they decide to share it with other people mm-hmm. and if you go into content creation on YouTube or other platforms, if you go in with the intention of this is going to be my full-time job, you can quickly run out of motivation. Yeah. You need to be motivated externally other than, no, you need to be motivated internally uh, from more than just money. Yeah. And I think that's that's a really nice point because there's something I wanted to say is I think we all have. It's just pouring it down outside. It's right absolutely now, so chucking it down audience. outside. I really hope you can't hear this. We're really putting the Rode Wireless Go Twos to the test. But what I was going to say is, I think, you know, with the motivation, that's really important. I think I really believe that inside us, we all have this creative side. We yeah. all have this side to us that. You know, it's a huge misconception. Like people who are born creative, yeah, and and, who and, are and not. people who say, you know, oh, I'm not like you. I'm not creative like you. I, I really don't believe no. that. I think we just need to find the right thing to to draw it out of us. And you know, the, the gaming space, in a way, has proven a lot of that. You know, yeah. these people that before would be considered like ner- nerdy or you know, oh, he just sits in his bedroom games all day. Look at all these people that are now Mr. successful. Mr. Beast started on games. Yeah, look at all these successful streamers who they have put their own twist on it. You know, they've not only monetized their gaming, but they've been able to create contests around it, or yeah. you know, a- adapt it in a, in a in a way that's both creative and and and. This is going back to our first point about the freedom and yeah, um, yeah. It is a huge encompassing point on this topic of why you should do it. I didn't do much more research than that because that's who I am as a person um, did you have any yeah, no, one else more, to just, expand on that yeah one more point is about opportunities you know when we went down the creator route 
doors opened. And I think um, when you're looking for opportunities, they, they come. Yeah. Uh, and as a creator, I think you get a lot of opportunities to work with amazing people, to do or try amazing things, um, you know, to travel. And, and that in a, opportunity is everywhere as well. Because yeah. in other certain niches, for example, like if you want to be an actor, probably a good idea is to go and live in Hollywood. But with a, a creator, that opportunity is everywhere. Like starting yeah. locally at your local barber shop, which is actually how we got started with filmmaking. Yeah. Our first video was um, at our local barbers. I mean, just wild idea. Imagine a YouTube channel. It's a person who's a wannabe, you know, they're, they're doing drama at college. 17, 18 year old person. And they're putting out videos every week of them going into their town, wherever they live, small town, whatever. You know, we come from a small town, so I'm saying small town. And they play a character. They yeah. dress up and they play a character and see how people react. That's viral material. That's got yeah. viral potential. There really is, like, the with opportunity and freedom kind of, like, blending together, I think. Yeah. The world is your oyster. It, there's no other way to describe it. Like, you can turn anything into a viral opportunity. 100%. And therefore into money. So that's why you can be a creator for life. That's why you should become a creator. And then now we can move on to this, that second part of the question as to why in 2022 and beyond, like, why it's not too late. Um, because it isn't too late. Yeah. And we kind of already, we touched on that about... Um, the best time to be a creator is to start being being a creator is yesterday. Yeah. Um, because we wanted to start a YouTube back in 2018. Yeah. And we didn't. We sat on it for far too long. We wanted to first get better. We now, made excuses. Yeah, we essentially made excuses. Um, if I was to go back to that person, I would tell them that to start first and learn as you go, mm. which is exactly what we're doing with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're starting, we're picking up the pen and microphone and giving it a go um, because that was two years before we actually started. Absolutely. And two years making videos, constantly learning how to do it, I just lost my train of thought for the first time. Oh. Well, I just think what, what you were saying is that it, you know, it was two, over two years, we would have been incredibly better at filmmakers than we are now. Yeah, we would have if been we had further all ahead. That time That's what I to, meant. To practice. Yeah, I think you know, that also links in with why you, why you should become a creator, why you should become a creator. Like, no matter what stage you're at, why you should become a creator. You might think, I'm not good enough. Honestly, it doesn't matter because even if the first 10, 20 videos aren't great and nobody if watches them. You're choosing video as your topic here because remember, content is a whole number of things, if not just video. If that's your media, yeah. I mean, you could be writing articles, but whatever you produce might objectively be not that great. But you will learn so much. And the 11th piece, or the 20th piece, or the 50th piece is going to be good. Yeah. And you're going to have that experience and you're going to be then ready to hit the ground running. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the whole kind of, there's a kind of a rule in the YouTube space that you have to make a hundred bad videos. Yeah. First. 
that applies to anything. You've and got that to applies cook a, for everything. Cook a yeah. hundred bad meals, you know, before you become Gordon Ramsay, or you know, you've got to drive a hundred bad laps or a thousand bad laps before you can become a rally driver. It's it's a hard thing. It's easier to talk about. It's easier said than done because yeah. like you throw in the whole perfectionist qualities, like people who don't want to be bad from the start, which is exactly why we didn't start our YouTube because at that point we were making GoPro videos. Mm. Actually, no, we were making GoPro videos before that, like in 2015. Yeah, if they'd have yeah. been on YouTube back in 2015, who, who knows, knows where, we, yeah, we, yeah. where we would be now? So yeah, why you should start in 2022 is you should, if, if you've been thinking about this, if you've been sitting on this, you should start now. Yeah, but I have actually brought some stats to the table Ooh, as well. So homework. you know why you should start now. So bit of background uh, information on Bart. He was head boy at school, a very well-behaved young man. I'm a good Christian boy. What can I say? Just alienated half of our, <laughs> our audience. No, but I love all faiths. I am very, very open. Yeah, I was going to say tolerant, but I hate that word. Uh, tolerant, no. yeah. the word tolerant is horrible. Though, no, I, 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 I love everybody. I love Yeah, he, he does actually love everybody. It's yeah. disgusting. Back, anyway. Back to numbers. There are 2.6 billion users worldwide on YouTube. And that's not necessarily registered people that have accounts. That's just 2.6 billion people viewing the content. You know, creating, viewing, whatever you're doing on there. If you're on the platform, that includes you, 2.6 billion. That is only going to grow. That is the audience that you could reach right now if you start being a creator this Not year. Not all of them. No, Not but... Not all. <laughs> 2.5 billion. No, but I'm saying you, you could. That is the, the, the current limit. Yeah. Next year, that's going to be 2.8 billion or 2.9 billion. Like, those people are not going anywhere. YouTube is going to continue growing. That, that's just an example. All of the social media platforms, all and the new ones to come, of the new ones to come, that is only going to get bigger. So if you start now, you're essentially catching the wave, and you've got the opportunity, the potential to go with it. Yeah, and I think actually, the barrier for entry has gotten even lower. Yeah. Uh, recently, because I think. Um, back in like 2017, I think still the it was easier to get big on YouTube. Yeah. Like if you knew how to make a good video, I mean. Um, and then it got a bit harder. Yeah. And then it became a bit more competitive, and that's why probably people were like, "It's too late. Like you can't do what you're doing and be successful because everyone's doing that. That's like the bare minimum now." Um, but then TikTok came along yeah. and lowered the barrier for entry even more. Like now I currently have a streak going where I'm testing um, using TikTok regularly and I've been posting twice a day, every day for the last 10 days. That's insane. Like before we were, we were trying to, our main goal is to film a YouTube video once a week, but like filming every single day, multiple times a day to make TikToks, short and snappy content, that reaches so many users. I don't even know how many. Do you want to just Google it? No, carry on. Okay. A well, lot. you can imagine how many big users numbers. there are of TikTok. Big numbers. That's 
insane possibility for everyone. Yeah. That is open to, the, to everyone. But I think not just the audience. The audience is one thing, yeah, you, you know, with the internet, with the state of the internet, there is enormous opportunity. But in terms of the, what you need to put in as a creator, yeah. look, you, everyone has a smartphone. Mm -hmm. You can record a 15 second video, a 20 second video. If it's a unique idea, if it has a valuable message, it will be seen. Even if it doesn't, even if just it's silly, one of those two videos that you upload a day are pointless contents, it might catch someone. Yeah, yeah. So if you if yeah, if you have an idea, if you have something you want to share, if you're passionate about something, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, you can be a creator. And the second thing as to why it's not too late is you know, all it takes is to have a look at the current, you know, generation and the actual timing of it in the bigger, you know, the, the grand scale of things. Like the sort of people that have grown up like proper sort of, they've been breastfed the internet and social media and YouTube and TikTok are only just now hitting high school. We were just discussing this the other day, sorry to interject, but yeah, like we are 27, you're almost 28. Um, we are the last generation to grow up without the internet. And by growing up, I mean, I got Facebook when I was 14. Yeah. And so I mean, like I'm talking about those child childhood years. Yeah, we still remember like dial up and you know the internet. I didn't get a phone until I was 12, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, the internet being connected to the phone so if someone rang the house phone the internet would go out and you know loading a website would take like minutes and things like that so you know that was obviously when we were young but that meant we had many many years that of playing outside and eating more than doing things like that that you do when you're a young you kid. You sound like a granddad. Like yeah, but I'm saying... still do but, that. But I'm saying... But it's a bit different. But it's a bit different. Yeah. So now... You'll always see young children on YouTube. Like, it's actually crazy. Like, I, my nephews personally, they have their favourite YouTubers that they watch play with toys. Yeah. And that's a common yeah. theme. And that's incredible. Like... The that, scope of being a creator is just insane. That's exactly what I'm getting at. The the sort of eight, nine, ten to fourteen year olds now yeah. have grown up with, with you, watching YouTubers playing yeah. with toys. And that So the audience means hasn't peaked yet. The audience hasn't peaked yet. And unfortunately the competition hasn't peaked yet. So Unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for people who are going to be entering in three, four, five years' time. What I'm saying is today is a better environment to enter into the creator world than it will be in tomorrow. three, four years. Tomorrow, exactly. Because I've got the stats right in front of me. 75% of children between the age of 6 and 17 want to become YouTubers. That is, like, you know when they do those quizzes, like, what career do you want to do? Yeah. They put YouTuber. 75%. Mine was athlete. What was yours? Uh, pilot or something like that. Like I wanted to be an athlete of some kind. But people wanted to be footballers. People wanted to be astronauts, astronauts and doctors and all that. Well, now it's YouTubers. 75%. 75%. So that means in five years, you know, maybe we won't be making this video. We'll be like, look, the competition's too high. Don't waste your time. Go get a nine till five. Yeah. That's where the freedom's at. Exactly. Yeah.
But right Who now, knows? and for the foreseeable future, I think it's still a really good time to start. Yeah. And with that in mind, I think we're going to move on to how we, with this podcast, can potentially help with that. Let me get my script points, my bullet points, because my brain just went a little bit dead. Yeah, we're going to go over what is Couch the Creator, like what is this podcast about? Yes, so as we said in the intro, it's real life, unscripted, unfiltered conversation about the world of being a creator, the lifestyle, the wins, the uphill battles, just discussions generally kind of today like about the, the creator economy and yeah, yeah, the life of being a creator. Most importantly, unfiltered and honest. Like you get, you get, you're We're getting, going to offend people. Yeah, we're not going to offend people, but you're getting the information from the horse's mouth. Why do you think that you're the horse? You are the horse as well. We're all the horse. Yeah, no, we are creators. Yeah, we create for so, a living. So the horse is the creator. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. One of the whole title of Couch to Creator as well, I will give credit to Bart on this one. This was his idea. Um, and one of our dreams with Trio Stories is to have a teaching platform where yeah. we can help people to become creators because we really believe in this lifestyle. It's very important for us. It's dope. Um, and so with this kind of like new avenue, Couch to Creator, we want to help you become a more fulfilled, present and conscious creator. Yeah. And most importantly, you know, the idea of Couch to Creator, we really want this to be something where people can tune in and find something at whatever point they are yeah. at in their creator journey. Yeah, you know? it's not just for beginners it's not just for people at our level it's not for just for peter mckinnon well maybe one day you never know well i hope he's listening <laughs> but it, yeah it's for anyone at any stage like anyone in the sphere or anyone who just wants to know more about about this lifestyle yeah it's pretty epic yeah um but yeah we're hoping to be able to get some interviews going yeah um with fellow creators that we have made friends with on the internet because that's where all friends are made nowadays. Absolutely. You might be wondering why we've gone for a podcast when we're photographers, filmmakers, we have a YouTube, we're doing videos, and, you know, it, is it a little bit outdated? I kind of, I have to admit, like, when I first heard about podcasts, I was like, isn't that, like, a bit, you know... Like a radio, like a radio talk show. Yeah, like, isn't this a bit like 2006 two. kind of thing? Yeah. But I respect it now. I respect it now. Well, we wouldn't be starting one if we didn't respect it. That's true. Um, but yeah, we love video. We came from photo and video background. Um, so why would we turn to a non-visual platform? A reason number one is that this is not entirely non-visual. We are filming right now. We have two light stands. Um, we have the A7S III and Ninja Atomos currently filming this. Um, because we also want to use this content on our YouTube. There's a bit of visual, basically. And we just love it. Mm. Like, I want to make videos. Yeah, make videos, yeah. So, even in this audio format, there is still video. Um, but yeah, no one cares about that. You know, <laughs> the main reason, I think, is that 
we like to think that we're funny. Yeah, we like to think that we're funny. You know, you might not necessarily want to see our faces. I, I don't blame you if you don't. No. Uh, but we wanted to be able to have longer, more stimulating conversations with you on the internet. Yeah. Uh, because I think whilst I love making videos and I love YouTube, it's gotten to that point now where maintaining someone's engagement, like retention, yeah. is really Ooh. hard. You have to specifically edit and script for that purpose of maintaining pace. And attention, yeah. And attention. Whereas a podcast, it's a bit more relaxed. It's not the same environment. It's, it's more chilled. It's something to be listened to whilst you're photo editing, commuting, traveling. Like, we all want something to listen to. Yeah. And that's, I guess that kind of leads into a third reason. Like, we just wanted to give you more ways and more times in the day to listen to us and engage with us. And, you know, like, I, like my ideal scenario is that the people of the world start their day watching our YouTube channel. And then as, you know, that's, that sounds so that's, with the, that's with their breakfast. And then they're getting the tube to their job. So they've got our podcast in. And then, you know, they get to their job right before they start work. They're scrolling our Instagram. That's so narcissistic. No, it's not really. I just want to control the world. <laughs> I want to run the world. Right. Um, I hope this humour translates over audio. Yeah, I think people like, will find I think it funny. You can tell visually when we're joking because I will usually usually be grimacing at you. Okay, well, just in case, just in case it doesn't, um, for the listeners, I was joking. <laughs> I don't actually have like colonial sort of um, dictator <laughs> vibes. Um, vibes. Yeah, it was just a, a, a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, what can you expect from the Couch to Creator podcast? You can expect us two sitting here having a chat, discussing, debating having interviews with other people. We want to open this up to the community, the creator community, get people involved, asking questions. Yeah, providing really answers. Really engaging in this space to chat. Yeah. You might, if you're watching the video version of this, you might sneak a peek at Sal's feet. I've hidden them very strategically so they don't end up on Reddit or She's been obsessed about this. I like, I, it's a real, it's a genuine fear. You can't just show your feet on the internet as a woman. I know, it's like wiki feet and all that, yeah. It's dangerous. Like, I had to make sure that my feet were not in the shot. Is that a toe? Is that a toe on the ass? Probably, but like, no. look, let's okay. move away from anyway, the feet stuff. No feet. What, more, what you can expect. Photo, video topics, content creation topics. Being a freelancer, a creatorpreneur, as coined by Ali Abdul. Yep. All of that good stuff. You can expect it to be approximately weekly, but unlikely. We'll do our best. Our aim is for weekly. Um, that is the goal. I th again, I think the barrier to entry of a podcast, because it is just us chatting and we do this anyway. Yeah. I think that this is going to mm. be... I think we'll be able to achieve this. I think if we could legit mic up the shower... And it would work. Then we could do one every two, three days. How do you get rid of the audio from the shower? Chief? That's what I'm saying, Chief. It's a joke. But I'm saying if in a perfect world, if we could, you know, mic up the shower and it was all dandy, then we could pull these out every three days. I mean, we could do that, but it goes on a very different platform. Oh, yeah. We could monetize that, though. Anyway. 
If you are looking for more tutorial based content, I would say check out our channel on YouTube. YouTube. Yep, youtube.com slash trio stories. Yeah, that's where we've got some more visual thing. I think it's easier to teach via video, especially camera related things. Um, so that's not going to be not going to be really a tutorial here. Yeah, just to give you a direct sort of comparison like we had. If you want to learn how to use Lightroom, head to our channel. If you want to hear whether you should be using Lightroom to um, correct someone's physical appearance and what our thoughts are on that, come to our podcast. Yeah, that's a good split. And yeah, yeah. And one more thing, we will try to cut the most exciting bits out of this. You might see some memes on TikTok or... Um, Instagram and things like that, you know, a little bit more short form stuff. Hopefully so. trying to catch you in a little net yeah. and hook you in so you can join a more meaningful, the more meaningful conversation, yeah. the deeper Have topics. a chat with us. Um, so one more thing before we go, because I think this is actually very important information. Yeah, people have had enough of us probably by um, now. Yeah, so we're close to the end now. But I just wanted to explain who we are. Right. We're Sal and Bart from Trio Stories. We're 27 years old. We are photographers, filmmakers, and content creators. Um, we have been together for the last 10 years in a nice little union of humans. Yeah, we run two businesses together. We travel a lot. We've had a business together since 2014. I believe that's right, yeah. And we have made Trio Stories into a, an official business as of 2017. Yeah, we've got, basically, I think what Sal's getting at is we've got a little bit of experience on the topic. We by means no, you know, encyclopedias or definitive answers, answers to anything. Yeah. But maybe we can get, you know, your juices, creative juices flowing and, um, yeah, get involved in the convo. We actually started our, our businesses at university as well, so we have been in this entrepreneur, creator sphere for our whole adult life, Yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy to say, actually. Um, but yeah, like the life that we're living now is thanks to that experience. Yeah. And we want to share it with you. Because it might be useful. It might be useful in helping you to become a creator or some of the aspects might just be useful in you, your career or your personal life or, yeah. you know, I think a lot of the lessons to be learned are universal and they, they can apply far more bro broadly than just yeah. the, just the creators. So even I hope this helps to explain to my parents and family what I actually do for a living. Yeah. I hope parents are listening to this, obviously. Hi, mum, dad, love you both. Shout out to mum and dad and Casper, Steph. <laughs> Okay, Steve I think, you, you know, time to go. it's time to go, yeah, I think, silly. it's yeah. a silly season, it's gotten to silly season, um, the throat is getting dry, I need some hydration, this has been amazing, it's been amazing to have this unfiltered chat with you, yeah. it's really new for us, so we hope that you enjoyed this, we weren't rambling too much, we really apologise if the, you know, this is a bit unpolished, it will get better, we promise, and, uh, it was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, we just wanted to start today and, you know, we'll be better next time already. I guess, in a way, we're living what we're preaching. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well, if you want to become a creator today... Start today. You will be 
heading on your creator journey as we are heading on ours with the podcast and our future endeavours. It's that, beautiful, really. That would be beautiful. Absolutely so, beautiful. I'm tearing up. Thanks for watching. No, wait there. We need an official outro. Do we need an official outro? No, I don't think so. Not okay. Yet. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Um, we're so grateful to have you here. It's been a blast. We hope you have a lovely day. Beautiful day. Please Feel subscribe. Subscribe, follow, whatever you do on these podcast on these platforms. platforms. Yeah. Don't even know. See you, See in the you next soon. One. Listen to you in the next one. You'll hear us in the next one. We love you. We need to tie up that script, but yeah. We love you. Love you. Bye.